Bung, bung. Close your eyes. Picture the worst headache you've ever had. Now don't picture it. That's what Bung Bung Coffee would do for you. Get yours at www.bungbungcoffee.com and enter promo code POTTY for 15% off all orders. That's P-O-D-D-Y for 15% off all orders. Bung Bung Coffee. Never get a headache again. Ever again. Isn't that amazing? Bung Bung Coffee. Get yours. Uh, Welcome to the Potty is also brought to you by... Oh, well, no one really. But if you want to... If you want to... um, If you want to support the show, all you got to do is go... Hold on. I just need a drink. Mmm. If you want to support the show, all you got to do is go to welcometothepotty.com slash store and order any of the merch. The merch is phenomenal. It's so soft that it cries if you call it names. I'm talking about butter soft merch. This merch is softer than baby shit, but it smells twice as nice. Okay, go get it. We got zip up hoodies, crew necks, t-shirts, polo shirts, um... Bomber jackets, go, uh, like rain jackets, hats, golf hats. Man, it's like a real fucking store in there, and this is just a podcast. Think about that. All you got to do is buy something. You support the show. It helps me and Boardman get paid. Okay? Um, and, yeah, so, so does buying the coffee, but it's much less much less of a margin for us. But, um, yeah, do that. Buy a coffee. I mean, God damn it. Buy some clothes. Tell your friends about it. And, you know, if you if you can't afford the merch or you simply don't like it, just tell a friend about the podcast and how good it is for free. That's that's all you got to do to support the show. Let people know about us. We're killing shit. We're trying to we're trying to eat good. We're both trying to, you know, well, I'm trying to leave. I mean, no, I'm not gonna say that because I think people in my work listen, but you you know what I'm saying. I'm trying to get the funny out of me. And <laughs> Um, we're trying to make some real coin off this shit instead of like 50 bucks a fucking fortnight. All right. So help us out. Tell a friend, to tell a friend. We're trying to grow this shit organically. I love you guys. Let's start the show. Welcome to welcome to the party. Best show on the internet. Ask anybody. You know, it's easy money. Sit back, relax, get your headphones, everybody. Welcome to welcome to the party. Blackout in the booth. Every episode's a party. Go hard like Ricky Bobby. Tell a friend to tell a friend. This is Welcome to the Party. Welcome to the Party. Bung, bung. It's your man, Clay Tron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the Captain, the Joe Biden of podcasting, because I've got no idea what I'm doing, and I forgive you. What do you think about the new intro? I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe the vocals could go up a bit. I don't know. See what the people yeah. have to say. Oh, thought it sounded good. Sounded all right. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. We got we got the new intro. Thanks for everyone who helped out. Um, that means nobody because that was clearly me who did that all alone. Um, but yep, that's the new intro. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see if that's got any samples in it that need clearing and we get fucking flagged again we've got so many episodes that aren't up for monetization because of the old intro but um that's fine that is fine uh we've got we've got that now that's me that's me being a rapper i'm also i'm also i'm not only the joe biden of podcasts i'm the joe biden of podcasting 
I see you did that. Yeah. I like it. I'm a rapper and I burn as many bridges as possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the reason I wanted to talk about Joe Biden is this student loan forgiveness. Have you heard about this? Is that why he's all over Twitter at the moment? Eat the mic. Is, is that what's got him all over Twitter at the moment? Yeah, I believe so. So what's happening is they are they he's talking about forgiving student loan debt. Um, or like a certain amount of it. Like if you if if you've spent at least a certain amount, then your debt will be forgiven, basically. So spent as in like if you paid back a certain amount? No, like uh, if you accrued a certain amount. Oh debt. right, okay. Yeah. But here's the here's the issue. People that have made the effort to pay back their student loans and all that kind of shit are kicking mm. up a fuss. Um, here's my thing. If you're in that kind of financial situation, good for you. You know, you, you're not the one that, you're clearly not the one that needs that assistance. But the, the problem is that I think it's similar to a hex debt in Australia. It's like you can just pay minimum for the rest of your life and like not even really think that you're going to pay it off. You can just be like, oh, well, I'll do the, you know, whatever's minimum, 400 bucks a month or whatever for the rest of my life. And some people, some people's college debts are crazy. Like my school was approximately 50 grand a year. I went for five years, that's 250 grand. That's in America, that's the same as a home. And it's a, it's a pretty bad home in, <laughs> in Australia, like a, a unit or whatever. Yeah. Like. So if you're doing that plus a mortgage, plus a car payment or whatever, like you're not, one of these things isn't getting paid off basically, especially with the average wage. It's yeah, just, it's pretty pretty hard to get ahead. Yeah. So, so some people will just be like, oh, fuck it. I'll just pay the minimum on that and no, never expect to pay it off and I'll try and pay off my home and my car or whatever. So that's where, it's, so that's why people are like, oh, well, this is bullshit. These people are now going to get a free ride. And I, I worked my ass off and blah, blah, blah. But those people are probably in a different socioeconomic bracket, tax bracket, you know? But, like, I'm also, I'm also trying to think about, like, can't we, can't we look at a different type of debt that we could maybe erase as a... Well, not we're in Australia, but like as the United States, if you're like, we're looking at forgiving some type of debt. Do you know how many people are in the hole because of medical bills in that country? Mm, yeah, and I've kind of had a bit of experience with that with family. Yeah, over there. Yeah, like why? Why wouldn't you just either forgive medical, like existing medical debt, or institute universal health care, like all the other good countries, like us? Um, it's it's absolutely nuts that their that their focus is on education right now. Yeah, I, I'm not the I'm not the guy to speak to about foreign policy. Yeah, I this think, stuff, but um, I, I know what you're saying. It's just su- such a like nuanced conversation. Even even just like in general, worldwide, like the things that the things that get us in debt the most, like you know, generally speaking, are, are essential essential to our survival. So shelter, like getting a home costs, if you want to buy a home, 
Like you're basically at at minimum probably for a decent home you're looking at six hundred thou, and that's that's you know we're talking minimum. That's a lot of money for for an essential part of survival. Oh, 100%. Healthcare. Like, obviously, we're in Australia. We're pretty lucky with healthcare. But in America, like, if you if you can't afford it, go fuck yourself. Yeah, what's what's the go with that? Do a lot of jobs over there offer healthcare as, like, part of a package? Yeah, but it's not... I don't think it's a required thing, maybe. Like, I guess, like, whatever job you've got... If you've got a shit job, I think you've got shit healthcare. Like, it's a perk. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, and you, and you can, I think you can actually also negotiate it. Like you negotiate your job contract. Like if, if they're like 50 grand and basic healthcare, you can go, no, I want 55 grand and basic healthcare plus dental. You like, yeah, I think it's kind of like that. Don't quote me on that. It's all on source here at the welcome to the potty podcast. Um, but like, yeah, housing, health, education obviously uh food i guess that you don't really get into debt because of food but food is like a it's a major expense it's very expensive to go to the grocery store especially at the moment dude i i had to decline buying broccoli the other day because it was so fucking expensive yeah what are we looking at for broccoli these days uh, i think it was like um like five bucks a kilo that day or something and i was just like hold up isn't that like squash numbers Remember squash, the little yellow things? No. You don't know what a squash is? I thought you were talking about the sport for a second. No, nah, give it a goog. Squash. Yeah, it's like a zucchini. It basically tastes like a zucchini, but it's a little yellow, um, and it kind of looks squashed. It's like a, looks like a circle that has been, you know, pressed down almost. No, nah, yeah, the, the last one, the last one. That's a squash. God damn it. There, that one, patty pan squash. I've never seen these in my life. Those are they're based. They're essentially zucchinis, bro, and they they cost eight bucks a kilo. It's lit. Yeah. Okay. Um, what kind of cooking are you doing with a squash? I usually just grill that bitch on a when I'm having a barbecue. If I've got some sausages and steaks, I'll I'll get a couple of squash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Squash. Yeah. Um, but you know what you can do? Just get zucchini, bro. It tastes the same, basically. Okay. As far as I as far as I know, um, you know, but yeah, food's expensive. Pussy is expensive. I don't think you ever really stop paying that off right now. Like right now, the situation I'm in is <laughs> like <laughs> this is basically a mortgage that I didn't speak to my bank about. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. They're gonna when I apply for an actual home loan, they're gonna be like, okay, how much do you spend on you know entertainment per week? Okay, yeah, that, yeah, that's reasonable. Okay, how much is your car car payment? Okay, yeah, yeah. And how much um are you paying on pussy per week? And I'm gonna be like, well, most of my money, most of my money <laughs> goes straight to the box, man. I'm I'm out there, really, you know, I've. I've even, I put a deposit in the pussy once and ended up with a kid and I'm paying for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so these, these are the things, the things that you need to survive are the things that cost the most. And I don't think that's right. I think like, if anything, really like a, a car payment should be 
stitching you up because that's like a luxury item. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're getting like a decent sort of car and you're not yeah. just getting like a run around. Yeah. It's- like, yeah, I, a home, man, I get, I get the, I get that they're expensive and all that shit, but dude, like a home shouldn't, shouldn't be hitting. Oh, I mean, right. you could get them a lot cheaper, but then all your other expenses are going up because you're having to drive so far. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, in your, yeah, and you're driving in your fucking Merc, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the political part of the show, everybody. That's, you know, starting off real funny. <laughs> um, I, th- I just think it's predatory. I think it's a predatory... And I don't think... I don't even think it's a political... It, it, it comes down to business, doesn't it? Because people are, people need this, so people will spend on it, so let's jack the prices. It's basically the way that it works, right? In capitalist society. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's like, even shit you don't need, like a Gucci, Adidas fucking collab. It's like, oh, let's do this. Sweatpants for eight grand. Some fucking idiot is going to buy this. Some idiot or an Asian guy is going to buy this. So, I don't know. Capitalism. Um, Comedy. Let's do comedy. I um booked in my fringe Perth, Fringe World Perth venue. All official. It's okay. locked. It's locked in. I'm only doing two dates though. Um, back to back. Yeah, Friday, Saturday. So the yeah. good nights. So I'm feeling pretty good about it, man. I'm really keen for that. So that'll be the third and fourth of February at the Fremantle Comedy Factory. Nice, dude. So any WA listeners get around me. Um, I'll obviously be sharing links and shit when that when that's all available. But still working on the show because my my 50 minute show. I've made some changes. Um, and now it's sitting at about 40 minutes, so I've got to write some new stuff to add, add 10 minutes to it. Yeah, okay. Are you going to have anyone else there with you, opening up or supporting? Depends how much I get done between now and then. Um, if if it's still at 40, I'll get someone to open for me, you know, but if I'm, if I'm sitting around 50, I'll have to keep it pretty tight, so we'll just see what happens. I'm hoping to just do it myself. I feel like it's always a little bit easier having, having an opener, though, to warm them up for you, too. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see how we go. Um, and what else? Last night. Yes. Last night, Swan Reach. Yeah. So this, this is going to be a bit of story time here because there's, there's so many layers to what happened last night that I, I don't know where to start and I'm going, well, I'll tell you where I'm going to start. I'm going to start in my house, preparing all the equipment. I actually did one final like um, equipment test yesterday and the Bluetooth started fucking up of like with the speakers. Like the mic was perfect, so that was fine. But the Bluetooth would only play out of one speaker. Then I figured out how to connect them and um, link them wirelessly for music, but it kept cutting in and out and sounded terrible. So last night at the show, we actually only played music out of one speaker because it was just like, I was too nervous to even attempt it. Yeah, fair enough. And it's just, even though they're six speakers, it was just so much more quiet than I would have liked the music to be. Anyway, um, I might have to take the, the mixer next time. I think that might solve a couple issues. Yeah. Yeah, so what, move away from the wireless setup? 
I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was all happening. I've got like these brackets that my stepdad made up for me, um, which come off of the speaker stands and they do like a 90 degree angle and then the lights, um, the lights sit on top of those because I couldn't find any like, like pre-made lighting fixtures that made sense for me that weren't like permanent. Because a lot of these, a lot of like comedy venues and stuff obviously have their own lights, but this is at a pub. So we had to figure out our own lighting. So yeah, so he made those yesterday and got them to me about 30 minutes before I left the house. So I was like shit and blood, you know, I'm, I'm just like fucking panicking, bro. Anxiety levels just through the roof. One of the guys calls me and he's like, I'm not able to get out of work early. So like. I was like, oh yeah, I was, I'll get you, I'll get you 4.30. He's like, nah, not going to get out of here before five. I was like, fuck. So I'm like, I was, I wanted to get there an hour early to get all the setup done. We got there, we still got there half an hour early, but like, I was like sweating, trying to set everything up. Right. So that started making me so, but he first texted me, dude, what's your number? I mean, messaged me on Facebook messenger, dude, what's your number? And I was like, fuck, he's going to cancel on me. So I'm like crying, like, yeah, shit and blood, like just like calling my dad and like telling him how disappointed I am in myself and all this shit. And <laughs> um, but he, yeah, he didn't cancel on me. Um, low battery. Uh, he didn't cancel on me. We got we three out of the four of us met at like five ten. Picked the other guy up at about five forty five and flew well not flew drove very fast to swan reach i took a fucking wrong turn okay yeah how much did this add to the trip no like probably two and a half minutes but like just the stress you just don't need that sort of stress when yeah you, yeah but this wrong turn created it was like the butterfly effect you know what that is yeah i've seen the movie and yeah so basically they're saying something as small as like the flap of a butterfly's wings and the wind that changes. A tornado on the other side of the world. Yeah. Mm. Me making this wrong turn made me have to get off. It took me off the freeway. Then I had to do a U-turn, get back on the freeway, get off it again, do a U-turn, and then get back on it to get back in the right direction, right? Yeah. And when I got back on the freeway in the right direction... I ran over a house cat. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, going 110 Ugh. kilometers per hour. Now, here's the clinker. It got up and ran away. What? Okay, was this your car or Rachel's? Mine. Still. Um, 110, dude. And, and it- like ran away or limped away? I didn't see it, but the guys in the back seat were like, oh, just took off. Okay, sounds and I like was it was like, running. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, I hit that at 110. Like, even if it took off, it's taken off to find a place to die, for sure. And I, dude, I love a animal. Yeah. So I was, you know, feeling pretty sick, sick about it. Like, you don't want to kill an animal, you know. Sounds like you didn't. 
So. <laughs> that motherfucker's dead, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, 110, and it was like a boosh. Like, and we were just talking before that. We're like, oh, you know, got to be careful this time of night, you know, dusk. We could, you know, see some ruse, wombats, or whatever. Just got to be really careful. House cat, bro, on a freeway. Yeah, go Shit. Yeah. So some, you know, kid is at home waiting for mittens to come home and just that cat's not coming home. And if it does, it's limping home and you're going to have to, you know, dad's going to have to get the shovel out. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to see any animals die. So hopefully this was like a feral cat and no no person in particular is going to miss it. That's all you can hope for in a situation like that. Out on a freeway. It's possible, man. But it was black with, you know, like white white paws and shit like it looked domesticated big domesticated bro but damn yeah so murderer cat murderer i've heard of cat burglars but not cat murderers uh-huh. new monica yeah <laughs> um so that yeah that happened we get to the show like i said i've already gone over this i'm sweating i'm panicking trying to and we yeah we started a little bit late because of because of all this it's only about fifteen minutes late. It's fine. People were still eating. Food was still coming out. So you don't you don't really want to start the show when people are eating because they're more, they're obviously focused on their meals, right? So we probably started about half an hour late. I know I just said fifteen minutes, but probably about half an hour late. And um, I get up just to like bring our MC onto the stage. I'm like, "Is everyone ready?" Some cunts like, "No." Some cunt booed me. I was like, how's everyone's night? Some cunt goes, shit. I was like, how's the food? Some cunt again, shit. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, all right, can we just get a warm up? Like, let's practice clapping our hands here. About five people. Like, dude, uh, by the way, packed. It's about 100, 110 people. Whole towns there? Yeah. Yeah. And about five people clap. I was like, come on. Like, I need you guys to welcome our MC to the stage. Like, start clapping and then everyone claps. I was like, yes, now keep that clap going for, and then the clap starts dying. And I'm like, Michael Bowley. And he just comes up to nothing. Okay. Dude, it was fucked. Okay. And I, as I'm getting off the stage, I like you, I I shake his hand. I'm like, I'm sorry, sorry, dude. (laughs) He gets up. He's a great MC. He livens them up and they absolutely love him, which was great. And then he brings up, the first act who ate a bag of dicks, bro. <laughs> he fucking he fucking died up there, bro. So I've witnessed two deaths within an hour where I saw a cat die and then I saw Justin die. Okay. Um was it was it his material? He's or, I see I curated the show, right? So okay. I, I obviously believe in his material. Yeah. Because I'm not having I'm not traveling with shit comics. All right. Was it just an off night? It was a lot of pensioners in the room. Okay. And he got up there with savagery to open the night. Like pure savagery. And I've I like his jokes. I've seen his jokes kill. And he was getting nothing, bro. There was an old lady in the front seat with her arms crossed, just like looking at her feet. Um, yeah, cunts were not having it. 
And so he goes off stage. He's sweating, bro. Now I'm sweating because I'm like, fuck, they're going to hate us. They're going to hate us. Jay's got to get up next. And he's like, fuck, man, I'm going to fucking eat dicks. He's like, and he's he's just as neurotic as I am. So like self-loathing. He's just like, fuck, I'm so fucking shit at comedy. I'm going to fucking eat dicks. You know, and he's like, he's scared. Bowley goes back up, wins him back, puts Jay up. Jay knocks it out of the park. Buries the room. It was unreal. Probably the performance of the night. Um, Then we have a break. Then, yeah, Bowley gets back up, warms him up again, brings me up. It's 10 o'clock. It's 10 to 10 by the time I get up. Our show is supposed to end at 10. I'm supposed to be doing 40 minutes, 50 minutes. And um, I did about 20. I did about 20 and I called it because I was just like, I feel like I'm holding my hostage. But I was killing. I was fucking killing. Us. Um, but the stage, the ceiling was mad low and the stage was mad high. And I'm mad tall. Yeah, yeah I'm just picturing all this. So basically, I was the meat in a stage and ceiling sandwich. And I had to, I had to sit, so I had to get a stool and sit for my whole act. I saw a, I saw a um, photo of that this morning. Yeah, and I was wondering why you're sitting because I've never seen you sit during stand up. Now, now this makes sense. I've sat, I've sat before. Like I would have liked to have a stool at my fringe show, um, but you also, yeah, it depends on the venue. If there's a venue with a low ceiling. And there's a stool available, I'll do it. Because it can be distracting. Like, people are just looking at the gap between your head and the ceiling. Like, oh, he's got to hit it. Because, <laughs> like, you know, cunts are retards. <laughs> so, so I was just like, yeah, I've got to get a, I've got to get a fucking stool. And I addressed it when I got up. Like, the first thing I said was, like, I'm going to sit for this, guys, because I'm about an inch away from a concussion, you know? And they liked that. But they still, the dumb cunts... <laughs> Every time I stood up for a bit that required me to stand, they'd be like, what's your head? You know, yeah. kill yourself. Um, so, so yeah, I did well. I had to call it early, which sucked because I had some, like, I haven't, ha- I haven't been able to run through my show since Fringe, you know, so I was hoping to get through it all. But um, I did have a, I had a new coffee joke at the start. Mm-mm, that's going to need a rewrite. That's okay. It didn't get anything and I, I started to panic. And Jay, you know, Jay's half in the bag at this point now because he's done his set and he's like starting to sink some piss. And I told this joke, got nothing. And I fucking hear him. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just what you need to hear. Yeah, and that took me out of it. So I was like scrambling to get into my next bit, which was... um. I don't, I don't even fucking remember where I went from there, but... It, Hold on, what the coffee bit goes into? God knows. I don't even remember my own act. But um, the next bit fucking brought him back. So that was fine. But yeah, Jay Jay with the show of the night. Um, we had a little challenge that we created in the car as well. And it was um, we had to all agree on a word to put into our acts. And... Um, so Bowley suggested the challenge and then Jay came up with a word and he said ice cream. So it wasn't a setup like where Bowley already had an ice cream joke, right? So, but 
I was actually the only one to do it. No one else put ice cream in their act. So you won. Yeah, I guess. I didn't win anything, but... Yeah, yeah you got to put something on the line. Yeah, next time we'll have to put something on the line. Um, and it was in the fucking coffee joke where I ate, ate shit. Oh, so it was a fucking setup then. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, everyone's in on it, but you. Knowing the joke, knowing the joke, I don't think ice cream was the reason it went wrong. I just don't. I just, yeah. Um, but what else? Yeah, so that was great. Um, the host, the host. Well, not not Bowley, but the um, the owner of the hotel. So hospitable. He was just feeding us piss and pizzas for free all night which was good i mean i was driving so i only had like 20 beers but um no it was good and we got we actually got an eight pack of asahi driving up as well i only had like six of those but (laughs) 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 no it was good it was it was so much fun man i'm so glad that i that i organized this and i think they had fun too so nah fucking sick man see yourself doing that as like an annual trip uh, he, he, he was like, oh, yeah, we'll do it again sometime. But you know how, like, you tell chicks that you're going to call them back and you never do? Yeah. Or, like, you go on a bad date. You're like, oh, yeah, it was great. We'll do it again sometime. Like, so I don't know. But I think I think everyone had fun. I think it was a good show. I think he meant it. So, yeah. Oh, it was good, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. So off, off mic, Rach and I told you, like, I wanted a genuine reaction. What what part of the story do you reckon was uh, what we were talking about? Not the cat? No, bro. Because I haven't told it yet. Okay. I haven't uh, told it yet. The story continues. Let's we're driving back now at this point. And um, we've dropped Justin back home. So I've just got... It's just me, Jay, and Michael in the car. And we're on um, Main North Road... And this cunt pulls up in like a Nissan Pulsar Plus or some shit, right? And he's just like, fuck you, cunts. Like, him and his fucking, you know, probably Algerian uh, friend in the backseat, maybe. Or, no, Albanian was the one I was looking for. He looked yeah, okay. mad Albanian, like slits in his like sideburns and shit. And I was like, that guy's our, you know, Albanian. He's fucking. Albanese, Pimpinane Albanese, you know. So Jay's, you know, like I said, now now even we got some road beers from the, the guy even gave us road beers. Shout out to Craig. Gave us road beers. Um and so Jay's like Jay's fucking pretty much fuck hard at this point. And I've got my my back windows are all like child locked, so my dogs can't step on the thing and put them down and then accidentally jump out the window or whatever. So this guy's like yelling at us, and Jay's trying to like put the window down and yell back. And he's like, What's wrong with your fucking window? <laughs> he's like, Take the fucking child lock off, man. I was like, Nah, man. Like, he's yelling at everybody. I'm too old for this shit. Let's just let him be a fuckwit. Um, he. And he, yeah, he he is. He's like going up to every car, just yelling, putting his finger up and shit. And then a car in front of us is an Uber, and the Uber driver starts like jawing back at him. And then we see a cop car up on the left. But these guys now, and 
we're in a we're in an eighty zone. These guys are going like thirty, just going nuts at each other. Oh, and at e- at each other. Yeah. So oh, sorry, the, the Uber, oh, sorry. I thought you meant the two guys in the car together. No, I no, guess. no. The, the, the Uber, Uber and, and the yeah. Nissan Pulsar Plus, like just yelling at each other, going thirty. We're all like, meh, meh, you know, like fucking. Who gives a fuck? Move, you know. Mm. The Uber sees the cop car up ahead, put like floors it, pulls in front of the Nissan, and then pulls over with the cop. Nissan darts off to the right and does a U-turn and starts heading back in the opposite direction on Main North Road. And I'm like, I'm like, oh guys, he's snitching. He's fucking snitching. And so I start to slow down to like, you know, have a bit of a rubber neck at this guy snitching. And he pulls up behind this cop car and the cop's standing outside of the car and I see a black tarp on the ground. And there are shoes down one end of the tarp underneath. So he's covered a body. Oh, fuck. And I, we, we pass the cop car. I look back and the head is exposed. And I saw a dead body last night, bro. Shit. Just, just laying on the, on the road. Out in these streets, bro. No, so you know where the drive-in theatre is on Main North Road? Yeah, at that junction where, um, like, close to where that Hungry Jack's was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty... Pretty much like two spaces down from there. Yeah. So opposite opposite side of the road to the to the uh, theater, and like it's weird because there's like there's like houses. Then there's like this like just big nature strip kind of thing with trees. Then it's the road, and then there's like the nature strip, and then the opposite direction road. And, um, yeah, so he was, like, in that area where the trees and shit were, but, like, close to the road, and that's where the cop had pulled over. So I reckon I reckon the cop had just, like, either discovered or been told that there was a body there. Fuck. I reckon, because he, he was by himself, too. There was no one, there was no ambulance, there was no fireies, there was no other vehicle. Yeah. Was, there was no, he didn't even have a partner with him. First responder. Yeah. Know, shit. Yeah, bro. Was this a, like, male or female? You couldn't tell. I think it was a male, and... Um, I think it had been there for a few hours. He didn't look, he didn't have any, co- like his color was like blue. Okay. So you got a pretty good look then. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you like how old or anything. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. That's sad as. Yeah, bro. Hectic. Third dead body I've seen. Have you ever seen a dead body? I have. Well, yeah, I actually I saw. Mean, I've seen a few like funerals and. Oh, like, you've got, you've had open caskets before? Like viewings. You've been to a viewing? Never. I've been to a few of those. I've only been to closed caskets before. Um, and, you know, not due to, like, gun violence or anything, but, like, they're just getting cremated, so they just put them in a box and... Yeah, yeah. okay. But, um... Yeah, it's pretty confronting the first time you see one. It doesn't... I don't think it really gets easier unless you're, like, an Ambo or work in a morgue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last well, night sure it was cop, pretty like a few two fireys. Yeah, um, I was pretty like desensitized to it last night after like killing a cat, watching Justin die on stage, <laughs> 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 and then I saw a random dead body. So by then I was pretty like it was pretty easy to like look at. But um, nah. sh- shit comes in threes. So yeah, there man. You go. but yeah, dude, that was um, yeah, that was my third dead body that I've like um, not yeah, not including funerals, man. So the first one I ever saw, I think I was like 10 or 11 years old or maybe younger, maybe like nine, our neighbor died and 
his wife came over. She was out with her daughter and comes over and I heard her, she was like panicked and she, she was like, oh, can I, can I leave, you know, uh, you know, name redacted here? And mum's um, like, yeah, she's like, what's going on? She's like, oh, I think name redacted's dead. And my friend Reese was over and I was like, bro, did you just fucking hear that? I probably didn't swear because I was nine. Um, and mum's like, stay here, stay here, right? Look after name redacted. And so we're in there and I'm telling, I'm telling Reese, I'm like, bro, we got we to gotta peep this shit. And so we go out the back door and we tell this, this girl, like, oh, just stay here, all right? We go through the back and we look over the fence through their living room window. And he's just on the couch, just eyes open, like, just looking at the ceiling, bro. So that was my first one, nine years old. Shit, yeah, that's young. And then um, the next one was actually with friend of the show, Corey Maynard. We were in Springfield, Illinois, uh, catching up with my family. for the, Like, I was meeting them for the first time. I had met them as many times as he had met them. And we go to my, my Aunt Mitt's house, great aunt. Great Aunt Mitt, so my dad's auntie. Yep. And, um, you know, if I saw, if I thought I was going to see dead body that day, it could have, like, maybe been her. Like, she's that old. But <laughs> um, we're, we're getting ready to leave. Um, me, Corey, and my cousin, Corey. And we just hear, pop, pop. And we, were, we all just hit the deck, right? And we were there with, like, some other cousins. So it was probably, like, six or seven of us in the room. We all just fucking hit the deck. And um, look out the window. And someone just got, like, popped out the front of her house. And we had to stay. We had to stay in, like, they... Cops came and, like, put all the yellow crime scene tape up and, and wrapped the body up, took the body away. And we had to wait. We had to wait until that. So we ended up, we were just about to leave. We had to stay there for like another three hours. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and we're pretty, pretty sheltered to all that shit over here. Yeah. I know, I know it happens, but you just don't hear about it too often. Yeah, I was talking to, I, told, I was telling Rach that this morning and she's just like, oh, oh, just randomly. And I was like, you know, probably less than like 0.1% of like, Deaths like that are random. Like that would have been gang related or something. You, mm. you don't just run up on someone in the street and, and take them out like that. Like you know, school shootings and shit. I not they're not even random because it's no, not. It's, it's someone that goes to the school generally. You know, some level of like premeditation to it. You're not yeah. just sitting on the couch watching The Simpsons and then yeah, split second. Yeah, yeah. So like, shoot someone. I think getting. Getting popped on the street is not like a something to be worried about unless you've you've got enemies, you know. Yeah, or or if you just catch a stray. Yeah, 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 in a drive-by or something. But yeah, so yeah, you don't see that kind of shit in. I mean, I'm sure you know. I drove probably through some suburbs last night where they see that shit regularly. You know, Salisbury. <laughs> I wonder what happened to that person that you saw last night anyway. I wonder if it was like a hit and run or... Yeah, I was messaging Jay this morning. He said he looked at the Saypole website or like Facebook page and didn't say any, didn't see anything. But yeah, man. Crazy. Shit. I wonder if they reported if it's like, 
if they find out that it's natural causes and he was going for a walk and died of a heart attack or something, I wonder if that would go on like the SAPOL website or if only crimes. Yeah, I doubt if it was natural causes. Yeah, me too. Like, who goes for a walk down Main North Road? Yeah, at night. Yeah. But, oh, like I said, it didn't look fresh. But if it was during the day, someone would have called in way earlier. Yeah, kind of want to get to the bottom of this. wonder if we've got any contacts that can get the inside word for us. I feel us. like we might. Yeah, <laughs> uh, look into after the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, but that's that's pretty much, that's a lot of, that's 40 minutes without actually going into a segment of the show. That was a big night. That's a lot's happening. Yeah, man. So, yeah, three deaths last night. Uh, rest in peace, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> um, yeah, man, but fuck, it was fun. And it felt good to, like, do a big chunk of time. Because, you know, in Adelaide, like, you're doing, like, five, ten minutes, ten minutes max, man. So, like. Yeah, I wish I got to do my whole time. We run a bit late, but um, I might next next uh, gig is Murray Bridge uh, on the seventh of October. I might tighten it up a bit and just be like, make sure you know, make sure you're doing this time. And are you um are you going last every time, or can you slot yourself in second maybe and get all your shit off? It's weird to do a long set in the middle. Okay. Yeah, so I'll just make sure they tighten up. Yeah. Um What else? Have you had any anything happen this week? Um had a little little party last week. Yeah. Um that was good. Dude, I you know, I've got a kid, so I, I tried to get home at a reasonable hour. I was home by like twelve thirty. Yeah, when, when you left, I was like, fuck, that's probably the earliest you've ever left a party. Yeah, and I was fucked the next day. So I may as well I may as well stay out, you know? Because I, I couldn't function. I was like, well, I could have got home at 2 o'clock and felt like this, you know? Yeah, it was a bit of a write-off the next day as well. Yeah. Um, I was like, because I brought all those, those beers, I was like kind of intending to finished so i was smacking them pretty hard put a fair dent in them dude there was only like three left yeah that's pretty no, no wonder i felt like shit man that, so that means i had like 15 beers yeah yeah plus i was at a, a third third birthday earlier that day sinking peroni reds which are like double alcohol or something so so probably pretty much had 18 beers or 19 Legend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, did you have a good birthday? I did, man. I did. Yeah, it was good to good to see a few faces I haven't seen in a while and catch up with everyone and got got pretty spoiled with all the gifts. So, thanks to everyone out there who contributed. Yeah, it was. Um, man, it was it was busy. It was busier than like I kind of anticipated. Even though I saw the I saw the Facebook group, I just like, um, yeah, I think. In person, it just looks like more than it does on paper. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember looking up at one point. I was like, fuck, it's packed in here. Yeah. But finally, yeah, it was good to have a bit of a party, I guess, at the house. And really feels like a home now. It was funny, man, because there was one point where I thought uh, a stack of people had left and they hadn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, but no, I was sick to... Uh, like I was I was hanging out with Ken's 
friend of the show, Marcus McKenzie, director, filmmaker extraordinaire. Um, I don't reckon I'd seen him since that time we went to dinner to like meet his kid. Yeah, that sounds about right. Outside of basketball, I haven't seen him since then either. I see him once a week, but yeah, I don't know if basketball counts. Yeah, and so I was I was just talking to him like all night because like, who knows if I you know if I get the chance to speak to him again, you know. <laughs> um, nah, but that was that was fucking sick. Good catch up, good hang. Sam McKenzie, I I, I honestly think maybe I'm this is and this is inside baseball here because no one knows these people, but I think I'm closer with Sam McKenzie these days than I am with Marcus. Yeah, I mean, you've probably seen him more yeah. through, through basketball. So. Yeah. And he actually came to my fringe show and Marcus didn't. I don't I don't have any feelings about that. But Dog, we don't have a dog bark on the soundboard, do we? Nah, no uh, dog barks. Right. But we got a few extra sounds if you want to go give him yeah, a try at the, at the end of the um, list here. <laughs> <laughs> what's, this, uh, what's this one? Oh, I like that. That's from Workaholics. That's that's Blake from Workaholics, okay. uh, and I love that. I love that soundbite. I um I say it a lot uh, at home, so I thought I'd add that. And we got one more here. Ha! Gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's um that's uh Ken Jong from, from Workaholics. Workahol- um no, sorry, Community. Community, yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought that needed because I think you know, I think gay is making a comeback. <laughs> I think you can say it, dude. I made a joke last night and I I said fag, and I've made this joke before, but last time I you're out in a country town, yeah. Last and last night. time I did this joke, I used the whole word, which is a little bit more on the nose, I think. Mm. Um, but it killed, and I've the that was only the second time I've done the joke. First time crickets. So I just like killed it for ages. And then I had James McCann on the show a couple of weeks ago and off. I think it might've been on mic, but anyway, regardless, I told him about the joke and he was like, no, no, that's funny. You got to bring it back. And he reinvigorated me, gave me confidence. I did it last night, fucking floored the joint. Nice. have to, wait, where's your next thing? Murray Bridge. Yeah, Mazza Bizza. Yeah, probably go down well as there. Go, go down well over there as well. Yeah, I yeah, think. I think so. Um... What was I? What were we just talking about? Uh, talking about my party for a bit, or just what had happened with me this week. But oh yeah, anything else? Nah. What about any thoughts? Have you had any interesting any thoughts? Thoughts? <laughs> Fuck. Have got, you thunk anything? Nah, just got a, got a fucking monkey with symbols clapping up there, man. Yeah. Not not much happening. Yeah, I well, I haven't had any really interesting thoughts for um, a few years now. I think, but. <clears throat> <laughs> Um, thoughts fuck you got me thinking now <laughs> <laughs> um alright let's go to Clash Reviews then comedy action horror will this movie win an Oscar set design directing acting like Tinger costumes this segment is Clash Reviews we're calling Marcus a dog. You wanted a dog bark, and then we played gay, and I like that. That's what happened. That's what happened. Um, <coughs> sorry, folks. A bit of whiskey went down my windpipe, but um, <coughs> still here to tell the story. Despite all my brushes with death over the last twenty-four hours, um. 
Now, I only watched one movie this week, and I think it might have even been not a recommendation, but I think your mum talked about it when we had uh, dinner at my mum's place a couple of weeks ago. Unhinged, or maybe, or maybe I could have even been talking about it with um my brothers and and Allison the night before that. So it's it's got <clears throat> what's his name Russell Crowe who is like, you know, relatively unhinged as a, as a man. Um, and basically, in short, there's a, a slight road rage incident um, at the start of the movie that just absolutely dissolves into chaos for the entire film. I'm trying not to do... I'm trying not to do just plot synopsises that I usually do. So... That's that's the that's the ins and outs of the movie. Um, the 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 level of carnage in this film for what is essentially no reason uh, did did my head in because it was just was the moral of the story don't don't beep your horn at somebody. That's what it. <laughs> okay, deep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it was weird. Um, yeah, I, I I honestly can't see any other message in the film other than the po- other than the point of just like I want to see pain and and anarchy. Um, I think I think the writer of this film has some unresolved issues. I'd say it. Yeah, it was pointless. It was pointless. It literally, dude. I'm gonna. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. The, la- the very last thing that happens in the movie, a car comes, runs a red light, cuts this woman off that's just gone through hell for the day. And she goes to honk and she resists. Because her whole day started by honking her horn, which started all of this shit. So at the last minute she doesn't. And then her son in the back seat says, good choice. Bro, I wanted to kill somebody. Yeah, I'm not going to be watching this anytime soon. Yeah, it's not dope. Uh, five out of ten. That's still a that I was expecting like a three after that review, but it's all right. It's five. I feel like you've spoken like more highly of movies before and given them less than that. Anyway, four out of ten. No, no, no stick with the five. It's a four. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four. Let's let's change it. Let's yeah. Fuck that. Four, four out of ten. And that's it. But I do want to know this. Do you do you know what the first movie you ever saw was? No. I don't know, like, what was actually the first movie I ever saw. Yeah. Was, but I've got, like, memories of the first kind of movies that I ever saw. Yeah, like what? Um, I reckon The Fox and the Hound. Oh, shit. Okay. I don't know if I've seen that. I've seen The Lady and the Tramp. Wait, am I making shit up now? No, I swear that's a movie. Give it a goog. Um, Fox and the Hound. Mine was, um, well, I'm not sure. I've got early memories of all of those like cartoon Disney joints like Jungle Book, Lion King. Yeah, there you go, Fox and Hound. <gasps> yeah, well, I've got a feeling this was it. Um. I don't reckon I've what? seen that. 
Sorry, what were we saying yours was? Lion King. Uh, well, I remember in, in creche, like when my mum was at the gym, they had like a, like, you know, childcare room and they would always have those like Aladdin, Lion King, Little Mermaid, those joints playing. But I remember on VHS, I had the Jungle Book. So I feel like maybe, maybe the Jungle Books, maybe the Jungle Book would be one of them. Or I remember, do you know what Fantasia is? Rings a bell, but it's, it's like a Mickey Mouse Disney musical thing, like op, like almost like a op, like classical music for kids, bro. And I had that on VHS, and um, I used to think that shit was lit. But now, but I think I've got PTSD from it because now I'm just like, if you play classical music around me, I'll choke you out for real. I See, hate this shit here. Music. Yeah, it's fucking old. Yeah, dude. You know, that's the same year as, like, Lady and the Tramps, like, 1940, man. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you probably... I remember, like, doing a little deep dive a few months back talking to someone about these old Disney films and finding out how old they actually were. I was pretty pretty taken back. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Because, like... Stood the test of time. Some of them. That, like, yeah. last, lasted till like, the 90s, still getting watched, so... Yeah, well, I reckon I watched Lady and the Tramp again, like, four or five years ago. Um... And, you know, there's better animations now, but, like, it was, you know, the stories. You know. I mean, every st- they say that all stories are, like, they stem from, you know, ancient Greek stories and stuff. Like, every storyline's the same, basically. Yeah, it's just, like, the names of the characters and the settings have changed over the years. To yeah. Be relevant. Yeah, so, but, like, you know, Lady, Tramp, Good film. Um, okay. What's the what's the best film you've ever seen, do you think? Apart from Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, apart from that. <laughs> the best <laughs> film I've ever seen. Oh fuck. Couldn't tell you. No? No. Mine's gotta be <clears throat> Mine's gotta be either Probably Interstellar, The Revenant, mm. those are definitely... Interstellar was great. Really enjoyed that. Yeah. I just got a bit confused at the very end. It all seemed kind of realistic until like the very, very end, like the book, the bookshelf thing. What happened with the bookshelf again? He was like in an alternate universe, like floating around, like, and his daughter was in like this room with a big bookshelf, and he was like knocking books from the other side, and uh, she like, yep. for some reason, knew that it was. Oh her yeah, dad. he was in like that huge fucking library. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that I hated that. I think I still gave that movie a ten though. But that's like the be- like probably the one of the most flawlessly made films, but my favourite is still Pulp Fiction. And Superbad. Fuck, I love Superbad, man. And Anchorman. Yeah, there's that's some, that's some good ones. Yeah. Pulp Fiction. I don't think I've seen that since I was a kid. I think I was just like hanging out with like mum and a couple of aunties one night and they were watching that. But Yeah. I haven't seen it as an adult. Well, you've got to have some time up. He's running like three hours, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, One day. Let's bang out some sport. All right, we're going to have to get through these next couple of segments quickly. Okay. Um, Serena Williams, has, has she lost? Is she is she done? She's retired? The GOAT? Still no, she was still in last I checked. No, exits. As one of the great, as one of the greatest ever, she's undisputed goat. Well, I don't know, I don't know shit about tennis, honestly. But I think, I think there's been one woman in history that's got more slams than her. Oh, uh, okay. I think she's actually Australian. Oh, you heard of Margaret Court? Yeah, Margaret this, Court this Arena. Is, yeah, this is unsourced, but I'm pretty sure she's got the most mm. ever. Uh, good for her. Okay, so Serena's out. So, well done. You know. I don't know what I don't know what else to say. I don't know heaps about tennis analysis. Um, good forehand, decent backhand, pretty good serve. Um, she got to play doubles with her sister one last time, which was cool because I don't think they had played doubles since 2014. I think that's. I mean, yeah. it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. What do you want from me? Um, but yeah, so I thought that you know that's nice, nice way to go out, and um, looking forward to seeing what she does as an ex-athlete. You got Kyrgios, he's out there screaming at cunts. What's he doing? Is he doing well or? Um, he hasn't lost yet as far as I know. He had a game today, didn't he? Against an American? Sure. Let it go. Yeah, he won that in straight sets. Oh, nice one. All right, Kyrgios, he's fucking making it happen. Um, that's tennis. There's, um, yeah, he's, I reckon he's actually got a decent chance to win this if he can... Stay on track because the top two top two players in the world aren't playing this tournament. Djokovic isn't allowed, and Rafa injured. Um, I thought Rafa was playing. Maybe not. Oh, who's top two? Who's top two players? Djokovic and I can't remember who the who the second one is. Oh, okay, Zverev, maybe. Oh, I don't even know what that don't is. Know. Don't know. You know. Honestly, probably should avoid tennis on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, let's move to AFL finals. Yes, so you watched the game on Thursday night? I watched the first game, yeah. Uh, Richmond versus Brisbane, absolute nail-biter. My man that used to play for um, Essendon, Danaher. Oh, big Joe. Danaher sorting him out. Right at the end there. Yeah. Um, what a finish. Yeah, that was that was an exciting game, man. Um, and, you know, it's good not to see Richmond in the finals, honestly. I, uh, I they're, the, they're the Brooklyn Nets of the AFL. Um, I wish for their demise, honestly. Any, any player in particular, or are you just not a fan of the organisation? Oh, I'm just not a fan of them, man. I'm just not, not a fan. Um you know, I actually like. I actually guess I kind of like their players. I just don't. I don't. I, I don't know what it is about them, honestly. And that's fair. Yeah, that happens in sport. Yeah, and I'm supposed to have that feeling about Port Adelaide because I'm a Crows fan. But, um, you know, Zave, friend of the show, plays for them. So now I'm like, I've got to be a part fan of them. Um, people hate Collingwood, but Brados plays for them, so I love them. I love Ginevan. I'm excited to watch him play today in in about seven minutes, so we need to get through this. Uh, so, yeah, that was the first game. Danaher come through with the goods. Do we know what happened with 
uh, the midfielder from Richmond. I mean, he's not going to play next week regardless. But did he did he end up doing a hammy? Uh, I don't know. Forget his name. Don't know. Short, was... stocky, wog. Oh, Prestia. Dion Prestia. Dion Prestia. Ah, uh, we don't know. Okay. No, it didn't look good during the game though. Yeah. Um. All right. So then last night. Melbourne Demons Sydney Swans. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Yeah, I didn't get to watch that because I was uh, doing my gig, but ended up being a blowout. But good game up until the fourth quarter. Yeah, probably like the first three quarters, all pretty competitive. Yeah, ne- never got to like more than three goals or a little bit over that. Yeah, and they've both Martin. got double chances anyway, so we've still got Melbourne yeah. to play next week. We'll play uh, Brisbane, Melbourne. Ooh, yeah. Melbourne will host Brisbane. Yeah. And Sydney plays the loser of tonight. Uh, or do they get a week off? Yeah, just get the week off. Week off. Um, so, oh, yeah, no. This afternoon's game is double chance and the... And then tonight's game is elimination. Yeah. So whoever whoever wins this afternoon gets a week off and will play against the winner of tonight's game. Yeah. Yeah. Um so tonight's game we've got today's game, Collingwood Geelong, tonight's game, uh Frio and the Bulldogs, sorry. And the Doggies, yes, correct. Um I don't really I don't really know how to preview footy, so I don't think I'm gonna do that. Makes two of us. All right. All right. NBA, Donovan Mitchell has been traded to the Cleveland Cavillers. Yeah, didn't see that coming. No. Um, looks like New York fumbled again. I don't really understand how because I thought they their offer was pretty substantial. Yeah, I, I don't know how many picks they were offering, but I wonder if it just yeah. came down to that in the end and not necessarily players. Yeah, uh, but the Cavs look dangerous, man. If you know, I, I'm not. I'm not completely sold on Donovan Mitchell. Um, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what he does here. Like you're not sold on him being the best player on the team, or yeah, just being you being being the guy, being the leader, and but I'm also not really. I'm not sure how he's gonna do if if <sighs> I think. He's, you know, undeniable talent. I just don't know if he's got the gene in him, the killer instinct. Okay. Do you? I feel like I've seen it. That um that Denver series a couple of years back where him and Jamal Murray were just going at it. Mm. He, I think he had like three games over 40 points or like over 45 points in that series. Yeah. That, that was pretty big time for the playoffs. Yeah. But that wasn't that also wasn't a championship season for them, and I don't think I can see him being the best player on a championship team. Yeah, but I like this squad though. I think yeah. Cavs are going to be fun to watch. I mean, they already were. Um, so they've got Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley still there. Jared, like they've kept everyone. Jared Allen. Um, well, yeah, they're going to have three guys that were all stars last season. Yeah, so that's yeah, pretty exciting things happening in Cleveland. Yeah. Um. Gallinari, ACL. Is that season done for him or just... Yeah, that'll be season. Yeah. Uh, 
Shame. So that sucks. So that's Boston. He was he got traded to Boston, didn't he? Yeah. Um. Yeah, crazy. And there's still there's still a lot of players on the free agent market that haven't been picked up. So there's still a lot a lot of movement that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm sure Boston will be able to fill that gap with someone decent from the from the free yeah. agents anyway. Yeah. Um, and that's all. That's all I've got for sports. Yeah, nothing else from me. All right, let's finish on advice here. We need to no move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. I got a couple of like just like short ones here. So this one comes from Nick. Nick says most men are totally okay with wanting to have sex, but they're scared of being friend zoned, so they feel pressured to make moves on dates. Thoughts. Uh, my thought is, I agree. I agree, but I disagree. I I agree that there is a certain amount of pressure to make moves to avoid the friend zone, but I disagree that most men are okay with waiting to have sex. Like I don't know. I don't know if I'm dating someone for two weeks. Well, okay, not weeks. Depends how far apart the the dates are, right? But like, you, guys aren't gonna be single, just sexless when they're out there in the in the field dating. So if you're dating someone, you can't see them for three months. I'm, I venture to say that you're most likely seeing other people as well until <coughs> some type of conversation's been had. I don't think guys are really trying to wait too long for sex. If someone's like, I'm not going to have sex with you for three months. I'll, like, if you're putting time limits on it for, for the for the sake of it, you're a bit of a fuckwit anyway. And, um, yeah, and if you're just like, if you're, imagine, imagine dating someone, you're really into them and you're constantly like, you're not like, um, just like so sexually charged, but like, you're hanging out enough to like be watching movies on the couch or in bed at night or something and you're making moves regularly and you're just constantly like, not yet, not yet. Like every, every week, not yet. There's a, I think, I think you, I don't know if you're waiting. I think you're, you're still like, okay, well, she's not really serious yet. I'm still seeing other people to get nuts off at least. Am I wrong? No, I don't think you're wrong. I think, I think that's a broad statement, Nick. That most men are totally okay with waiting to what, have sex. What did he say again? Two weeks. He didn't say a number. Okay. He just said most men are totally okay with waiting to have sex, which I disagree with. Uh, but they're scared of being friend zoned, so they feel pressured to make moves on dates. I think I think there is pressure to make moves, even on first dates. I think you, I think you got to, you got to go for a kiss on a first date because I think, I think. A kiss at least says I'm interested. And I think a no a non kiss sends the message that like This didn't go well. Yeah, like I'm probably not gonna see you again. I think yeah, non kiss sends that message and I think I think if you don't kiss on a first date, even if you call back for a second date, the chick's got a feeling about you that you're a bit of a a bit of a beta. Think yeah, there's pressure, man, for sure, Nick. That's my thoughts, anyway. Do you have thoughts? No, not really on this one. You've, you've <laughs> just covered a, it. Just a monkey with symbols. That's it. Just clapping. 
Uh, this one's coming in from Trish. What's the most shallow reason you swipe left on potential matches? And I think she's talking about dating apps, Tinder and this. Sounds like it. Swiping left, I believe. Swiping left. I think that's a pass. That's a no, yeah. Um, fatties, dude, that's probably my most shallow. What's, <laughs> what's yours? Most shallow. Oh. Yeah, I mean, without knowing the person, it's all just based on appearance, isn't it? The whole thing is based on appearance. That's just shallow, isn't it? Yeah. By definition. Yeah. So, yeah, all of it. Yeah, fatties, dude, you know, bad skin, bad teeth. This one, dude, how about about a chick with a horse as her profile pic? Or, like, she's in in the picture with her horse, like, this shit. Like, saddle club shit. Yeah. I'm not into that. I think horse chicks are a little little bit different to the rest of them. I'm not I'm not heaps into a chick that digs horses. Yeah. I'll pass on a yeah, that's I was that's, just trying to think of something to bring like the stallion into it, but I got nothing. I'll pass I'll pass on a chick with a horse in her picture. Regardless of what the chick looks like. There's a certain level of personality that overrides hotness. And I, I know some people out there are going to disagree with this, but, and they'll be like, no, just fuck her once and leave her or whatever. But like, if you're, if you're Margot Robbie, right, just absolutely flawless. And you come at me with some like, like, oh, I want to, I want to charge my crystals in the moonlight because like, if I've got this crystal, that means that I'm going to become wealthy or if you're on that type of shit, I just don't have the interest in even sex once with you. I can't even deal with that kind of shit. Or if you're like, oh, if you're a straight white woman with just no diversity and you're all like pronouned up, you know, like you want to, you want to be like talking about like, yeah, I'm a she, her. If you're she, her, don't mention it. Do you know what I mean? If you're just yeah. a normal, okay, normal is probably going to get some hate. But if you're just like. I feel like this is all going to get some hate. But anyway. Whatever. If if you're, if you're just on some like wild, like boring or annoying shit, I don't care if you're the baddest bitch in the world, bro. I just can't even, can't even be bothered, man, with that. That's fair. Or like, you know, you're a terrible person, like you're a racist, you're like, you know, a Hitler sympathizer, um, Holocaust denier. I'm probably not into that either. Yeah, a couple of flags. Yeah. But yeah, or if you're into horses. Um, <laughs> last one coming in from Deanne. Deanne. I went from 245 pounds to 130 pounds. And now I'm, oh, geez, I've just talked shit about fatties. Uh, and now I'm getting attention from the same guys who wouldn't even say hello before. Hey, double BMs. Baby mamas. Board man, boss man. Board man, boss man. Double BMs, she said. Okay. Board man and boss man. Hey, double BMs. I used to weigh around 245 pounds, and now I'm about 130. That's skin. That's like 65 kilos or something. Good on you. 
I used to really hate my body and was super insecure. A while ago, I went with my family to visit some friends of my parents and the family had two sons who wouldn't even look at me and barely shook hands. They didn't try to make conversation with me. And here's the thing. I get it. I'm not attracted to big guys either. I prefer fit guys. So when they ignored me, I tried not to take it personally because they have preferences and so do I. So recently, we visited them again after I lost all that weight and oh my gosh, the difference was insane. They kept looking at me. They helped me when I asked. They stayed around to chat, unlike before when they would go to their rooms right away and one of them asked for my number. I don't really know what to do because on one hand, I completely understand not being attracted to a bigger girl, but on the other, it did hurt a little bit that they completely dismissed me when I was bigger and now I'm so interesting to them. I would appreciate any advice on this, bung bung. Deanne, this is the way the world works. The pretty people get the perks. So what happens, dude? There's there are big girls out there that I that I have said this about. I've said, damn, she's got a pretty face. If only she would lose, you know, um, one hundred and fifteen pounds, half her body weight. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Rebel Wilson. She's still, you know, I, I, she's not attractive to me. But like the change since she's lost weight is fucking unreal. Um, she looked like like honest, she looked like a fucking pig. Let's be <laughs> like get him. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, man. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you if you feel some type of way about it. I, I wouldn't follow it up if he wants your number, and he treated you so bad when you were a fatty that that you're not into it. That's his problem, not yours. I think. I wouldn't just. You're, you're giving him all the power, which I don't think you should do. I think you should take the power yourself and be like, I feel weird that this guy wants my number now that I'm in shape. I feel like he was a bit of a prick to me before. Well, if you think he's a prick, then he's a prick. Don't do not do it. That's what I think. Um, but, yeah, I think... Everyone's got preferences and I don't think I don't think you have to like um, you know big people. I don't think you have to be attracted to to what you're not attracted to. You know Victoria's Secret's doing all like fat people now and you know down syndrome. I think that's a there's something uh, I'm not sure about there with the down syndrome. If you're uh, uh, di- different strokes for different folks i guess like as, as you said everyone's got their own thing They're seems predatory to. though like someone that can't really think for themselves and you're like beating your meat to it seems a bit. oh okay oh. well that's victoria's secret right <laughs> that's it's a it's a fantasy right am i wrong it's no, not it a, well not mine <laughs> yeah but they're not they're not doing hot chicks anymore because people 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 on twitter oh, had like, it not not at all i think they are but like they're trying to diversify be inclusive and all that you know all that that shit that's hot in the streets right now but yeah i think there's i don't think despite the agenda of like um woke twitter or you know the left media i don't think you have to be uh attracted to what you're getting told to be attracted to and you might argue that by saying well we've always been told to be attracted to 
to skinny girls or big, but, but it's like, there's like a natural, there's like a natural instinct, right? Where like, if you're a big fat person, male or female, you're not um, like breedable. Like you're not virile. It's not attractive in terms of health and you're going to create a baby that survives, right? So there's like, there's a, there is a natural instinct to it. As yeah. well as like with a girl that's skinny as a rake. It's like, oh, she's, you know, about to die. I'm probably not going to fuck her, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I've just heard some things in like certain cultures where like bigger people are actually more attractive. Yeah, I'm sure like, I'm sure in certain cultures there's lots of different shit, dude. Like in those African things where it's like, you, you like big, you've you got a lip disc in. Or like dudes with big bellies, like they're apparently they're more attractive because because of like wealth and wealth shit, and right? yeah, yeah. they'll be able to provide. Yeah, and I'm thinking, so, I so think not necessarily media, but I think it's got a bit to do with like just where in the world you happen to be born and how shit's popping there. Yeah, yeah. Well, where I'm born, no fatties, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. You need advice on honestly. Uh, I completely understand not being attracted to being a big girl, but on the other hand, did hurt a little that they completely dismissed me. Yeah, I mean, if they hurt you like emotionally, then yeah, don't 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 go down that road. You know, you look good now. There's there's going to be plenty of options. Fuck these guys. Don't don't do it. That's what I say. What do you reckon? Oh uh, yeah, stole the words out of my mouth there. Yeah, like, there's plenty of other dudes out there. You don't need to give this dude your number. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but congratulations on the like that. I, I'm trying to lose weight and just completely failing. And yeah, you're it's, it's impressive. It's a lot. Yeah, you lost Good 115 shit. pounds, which is uh, 50 50 kilos or thereabouts, which is insane. Insane. Congratulations. That's huge. Um, you know, I mean, not as huge as it used to be, but <laughs> <laughs> she's heard the show. She's heard the show. She knows what she's getting. That was into. coming. All right, um, you know what it is. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the show. Welcome to the party on everything. Share the stuff. If you share it, you can possibly win free merch. So, you know, do that. Um, love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, bang bang. Bang bang.